Synchronizations? Go. There we go. Welcome back to Five Things. This is Five Things about JavaScript and DevOps, and today I've got the amazing, the amazing, the amazing <laughs> Donovan Brown. How you doing, man? Um, I'm very good. Thank you for good having me. You. Yeah, first time on the show, so I'm excited. I know. How come we have not had you on until season two? Because you had Damian Brady instead, which I probably would have chosen myself instead of me too. Damian's hilarious. And Damian had ponies. Yes, exactly. Did you bring a pony? I, I, I did not. I, I left my horses. I did a keynote last night and I rode in on a horse, but I told him to send them back <laughs> after I was done. <laughs> All right, so Donovan is uh, really great at DevOps. He is Mr. DevOps. It's, yeah, pretty much at Microsoft. And doing JavaScript, you still need DevOps, don't you? Absolutely. Any language, any platform. And I've been doing a lot of Node lately because uh, I do a Yeoman generator. Mm -hmm. So I've been having to apply the same DevOps best practices I use for every other language to all my Node projects as well. Great. Captain Kirk. Thing one. <laughs> Azure DevOps. Right. It's a new name for a product that's been around, but there's also been some new things. It is. What is so, it? so Azure DevOps is the rebranding of Visual Studio Team Services, which we used to call VSTS. But it's more than just a rebranding because what we did is we teased apart all the different services so that you can now acquire them individually. So if you already have your code sitting in GitHub, you don't have to use our repositories. You can actually use our work item tracking. You can use our CI CD system, which is fantastic. You can use artifact storage and test plans, but you already have your code sitting in GitHub. Or you might already be using Jenkins for your CI, but you don't have CD. So what we've done is allowed you to acquire them any way that you want to. And I like to describe it as everything that you need to turn an idea into a working piece of software. Work item tracking, source control, build and release, artifact management, the whole nine yards. Great. Thing number two. There you go. <laughs> Mix and match. You mentioned you could do Jenkins. Mm -hmm. So if somebody comes in, they don't have to use the entire Azure pipeline then? Exactly. So that's one of the important things is that it's a very scary endeavor to think they have to rip and replace everything that I have to go use the value that we offer in Azure DevOps, which is another reason that we cut it up into sections. A lot of our customers have already made an investment in Circle CI or made an investment in Jenkins, and they have a really good CI system going, but they don't have deployment yet. And we're like, cool, you don't have to switch to our build to get to our deployment. You can actually just use release management and augment what your tool set is today. I tell everybody, fix what hurts most first. So find what service of Azure DevOps fits that particular one and just fix that one thing and then lose everything else that you already have in it's place. It's like a buffet. It is, and it is. What I'm hoping will happen is you'll see how cool we fix that one problem and then it'll just spread throughout your pipeline. Sweet. Thing number three. I'll do a weird three. There you All go. All right, there you go. View. Angular, React, whatever the next JavaScript framework might be out there. <laughs> that's right? another one every five minutes. <laughs> what is interesting about the Azure DevOps for those people? The thing about, I think that's interesting, is anything that you can do from a command line, you can do from our build and our release. Anything. Because all those tools that you just described, most of them come with a command line interface that will allow you to create new projects, compile projects, package them correctly for deployment. And what you can do using Azure Pipelines is say, this is the command I need you to run at this particular point now that you have my source control mm -hmm. to package it correctly, to hydrate the files that I need to correctly. So whatever you're currently doing today, we're just going to automate that process for you going forward. So I don't care what the next platform is, we're already ready to help you with it. NPM scripts are all good to go. Ready to rock and roll. All right. Thing number four, Docker. 
Yes, everybody loves Docker. Well, not it's everybody. hot. Yeah. A lot of people love Docker. Yes. So doing JavaScript, Docker inside of Azure DevOps, what's that look like? It looks really, really good, actually, because we actually have hosted build machines. These are build machines that run Mac OS, Linux, and Windows, and several of them already have the Docker tools installed. So for you to start building Docker containers, all we need is a Docker file. We don't need you to figure out anything about Docker. We don't need you to stand up infrastructure. We host it for you. You basically say, here's my project. There's my Docker file. Please go build me an image. We can store it in, inside Docker Hub. We can store it inside of ACR, inside of Azure, if you want to do that. Azure Container Registry. Yeah, yeah. Azure Container Registry is really good because it puts your registry right next to the infrastructure so mm -hmm. that it's really network close and you're going to have really fast deployments of your images into containers on your infrastructure. And doing Docker deployments, we can deploy to Kubernetes. We can use Helm. We can deploy to a standalone Docker image mm -hmm. that you might be Running, I'm sorry, Docker host you might be running in a Linux machine in Azure. There is no limit. If you can do it with Docker, you can actually orchestrate that using Azure DevOps. So Azure DevOps can do it all? All of it. Like all right. Anything, all I can say is that we can help you with any language in any platform. And I've had to actually prove that a couple times. Once okay. I had to prove, I had to, oh, so I had to prove it for VB6, Yeah. right? So a person came up to me and said, you said you could do any language, any platform. I was like, yeah, I can. He's like, really, can you do VB6? I'm like, you still do VB6? He's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry for you, but yeah, I can help, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what I did is I actually helped the guy figure out how you can actually do all the DevOps best practices with VB6. Does it come with therapy afterwards for this? The funny thing is, is that it's installing it is the hardest part like getting bb6 yeah, yeah. to install on a modern os is the almost impossible disks? exactly like 30 floppy disks well, i had to have it fail first and then i went back and put on a service pack and then i went and installed it again and it finally worked nice. so i have a blog post where half of it is how do you install bb6 on a modern os and then the devops part was easy so what i'm hearing is everybody wants to do bb6 you're the man <laughs> no i have a blog post i'm not the man <laughs> yeah, you can go read that thing number five we do Node, we do JavaScript, yeah. and in a lot of these larger applications I've written, we've got unit tests, and we have end-to-end -end tests, right. or one or the other. Sure. How does that work through DevOps? Perfect, so I happen to do some Node development as well, and I use Mocha for my unit testing, okay. I use Sign-On for my faking, and then I use Istanbul for code coverage. And what was really nice is the same way I run those commands at the command line, the same way I run them inside of Azure Pipelines. What was even cooler than that, though, is we were able to publish the test results as first-class citizens right there in my build summary. Mm -hmm. So it didn't matter if it wasn't .NET on Windows, which was what they think we can only help them with because right. we're Microsoft. But here I am doing Node with Mocha, and I was able to show you the test results, able to show you the line numbers if there was a failure, and even show you the code coverage. Now, if you're doing something like Selenium or some type of end-to-end -end testing of your application, Cafe, whatever the case might be, whatever. right? again, many of those test tools can be a run from the command line. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is go over into Azure Release Management. So the Release Management is where we actually deployed your app because you want to run integration after you've successfully deployed the app. Right. So what we would do is allow you to deploy the app and then have a task that says, now that I know the app is deployed, go run this command that's going to go fire up Selenium or Protractor, whatever the case might be, exercise my test, and then publish my test results. So it doesn't matter if it's load, performance, full end-to-end, -end unit testing. If you can run it from a command line, we can run it in our product. That's great to know. Donovan, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Really nice to see you. And thank you for coming on and seeing us at Five Things.